0: Pace. Pace. Oh, very good. I'm impressed. We uh, pace means uh, peace, and uh, it is a greeting. If I was in a uh, Romanian or a Gypsy church today in Romania, and I said pace to you, I'm extending to you the peace of the Lord. And when you respond again, pace, you are responding in like kind, and you are extending me the peace of the Lord. And you would do that whether you're in a setting like this or if you're outside. And so if I come up to you and say Pace and shake your hand, you'll know what to do. So you're extending the peace of the Lord, and we thank the Lord for you and uh, are so thankful. Uh, We were able to share during the Sunday school hour, and uh, a number of those who have been on mission trips have been there, uh, were there. And I just, I thank the Lord for those of you. How many of you have been over to Romania? Several, several, up in the top, yeah. Yeah, praise the Lord for that. Pastor, I want to thank you, and I have a little gift for you. Don't worry, it's not a big deal, (laughs) but you have to come up for it. Uh, I want to thank you for your prayers, your support. He has been over in Romania. He's helped me with the first baptism we had in Martahaz, and uh, he and Bethany have been such an encouragement to us. This this is a DVD, but it's for you personally, not just for the church. It's for you personally that as you look at this, you'll be reminded of... uh, The Roma people and uh, that you would continue to pray for them so thank you so much for your encouragement and your support and your prayers Um, we just rejoice in what Christ has done I mentioned Roma for those in Sunday school uh, you will know what I'm talking about but if you were not there in Sunday school uh, the Roma people are the gypsy people that's the technical term when we refer to the gypsies And uh, Roma is um, not the Romanian people, but the Gypsy people, and Gypsy tends to be an offensive term at times, so I may go back and forth between the Gypsy people and the Roma people, but you'll know who I'm referring to. When I came here, my wife was with me. Is she here? Oh, (laughs) there she is. My wife Sandy is here, and our son Daniel is here, and uh, we uh, also have a uh, display over here on the side Uh, so please go over there, feel free, I believe we have, uh, in fact, I know we have uh, prayer cards, I thought I, oh, here we are, Uh, we have some prayer cards over there, please take one, not for the dartboard, but uh, for the prayer, for the prayer board, and, uh, And also uh, we have other brochures and flyers that are over there. So please take advantage of that. There's also a sign-up sheet if you would like to receive our prayer letter electronically. So you can just put your name and and email address and we'll make sure uh, that you're able to receive all of that. We we thank the Lord for the time we had uh, during Sunday school. I was able to show our DVD uh, that our team put together uh, regarding the Romanian ministry and uh, what God has been doing uh, in not only this last term, but also the last 15 years. You have been with us from the very beginning, and what you saw during Sunday school was an extension of your ministry. It's a fruit of your ministry as you have carried out the Great Commission for God's glory. And uh, we thank the Lord for for each one of you. Uh, In June, of this next June, we will be taking a mission trip, for those who are interested to Romania, to uh, the Roma people, probably put together some VBSs similar to what you did last time and some other things. Uh, Pastor Pete, I'm in communication with him and and he'll be communicating details with you. But if you would like to go on a missions trip to Romania to be a part of the Roma ministry, uh, in June of next year we will be uh, taking a a trip and uh, the Lord will Uh, No doubt use it in your life as you will be used by the Lord in the lives of the Roma people there and the Gypsy Churches there. They will be encouraged by you. And uh, the children will will flock around you and and, uh, they will get excited as you uh, take the time to do that. So if you are able to do that, we encourage you to talk to Pastor Pete about it or you can talk to myself. And uh, we will take that and start planning a trip that will go in June as we go back to Romania. So uh, we hope that many of you are able to be a part of that. Now, I know some of you are in Sunday school and you've been sitting a long time, so I'm going to have you all stand and give you a test, see what you remember from a few years ago. And uh, based on what we saw in Sunday school, you probably don't remember. (laughs) So, What we're going to do is uh, have you repeat after me. Mark chapter 16. verse 15 15. take your right hand if you're able and go forward and say go go Go. Go. take these two hands come down like this you're going to go up like a globe say into all the world into all the world world. world. take your right hand put it by your mouth turn to the right wow (laughs) several of you are still failing miserably at this test and go from the right to the left and say, "And preach. and, and preach. And preach, and preach go, go into all the world, all the world and preach. preach. We need a unified church here. Now <laughs> Now take, uh, take your hands <laughs> I forgot where we were. Open it up like a book. It refers to the Bible, but you're going to say the gospel. Yeah. The gospel. Yeah. Go into all the world and preach the gospel last motion take your two hands and these fingers are like legs and you're going to say to every creature, every creature. to every creature every now let's do it all together with me not after me in a, as a unified church ready mark chapter 16 verse 15 Go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. Amen. That is the mandate. You may be seated. And God has called us uh, to do just that. That we might carry out the Great Commission for His glory. And that we might uh, uh, preach the gospel to every creature, whether it be the Roma of Romania, whether it be your own backyards, or whether it be other parts of of uh, the world for his glory. This morning I would like you to turn to 1 Peter chapter 2, 1 Peter chapter 2, it's on page 1015 in my Bible, 1 Peter chapter 2 and I'd like to read verses 9 and 10, verses 9 and 10 and then we'll ask the Lord to uh, bless our time together, 1 Peter 2 verse 9. I'm reading from the ESV. But you are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people for his own possession, that you may proclaim the excellencies of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Once you were not a people, but now you are God's people. Once you had not received mercy, but now you have received mercy. Amen. Father, we thank you for your word. And Lord, I, I'm aware of the busyness of life and all the things that we have on our minds because we tend to be very, very busy. But Lord, I'm asking that by your Holy Spirit you would help us to get So many thoughts that may be on our minds, things that happened yesterday and things that need to happen later today, put them aside. Help us to focus. Open up our ears to listen, open up our eyes to see, open up our hearts to believe. And I pray that as we hear your word and as we see testimony of what you are doing both in Romania and around the world, That you would minister to our hearts in such a way that when we leave this place, we would not be quite the same as we were when we first came in these doors. We're asking you to change us just a little bit more in conformity to your Son and our Savior, the Lord Jesus. So Father, we ask that your Holy Spirit would use your word in our hearts even now and bless it for your glory. And we'll be so very, very careful to give you all the honor and the glory and the blessing. For it's in the name of the Lord Jesus that we pray. Amen. 1 Peter is a passage of scripture of the book uh, in which we're told at the beginning of the book. It's to those who are the elect exiles of the dispersion in various regions. And so uh, we are talking uh, primarily uh, an audience that are Hebrew believers. Uh, there will be Gentile believers that will benefit from this as well, and we, we rejoice in that. But uh, First Baptist Church, did you know that you are a peculiar people? I'm one of you, so I know that. Some of us are a little more peculiar than others, and, and uh, oh, by the way, Mark, it's your birthday today, isn't it? Happy birthday, happy birthday. I'm not going to ask you how old you are. I don't know why that came to my mind, not that you're peculiar, but uh, the word peculiar, peculiar is in the King James Version, but peculiar in the King James Version, basically we're talking about unique, you are unique though, Mark, I must admit, (laughs) unique and special. Special and unique by God's grace. And so we thank the Lord that he is communicating to this particular group of people, he's trying to encourage them. As uh, many of them have been born again to a living hope, and yet they are going through various trials, grieved by various trials. And he, he attempts to encourage them that the genuineness of their faith is being tested, yet that faith... Uh, which is more precious than gold that perishes, though it be tested by fire, may be found and result in the praise and glory and honor at the revelation of Jesus Christ. And so he begins to continue with this particular group and he begins to encourage them that because of what Christ has done in their hearts, because of how he has begun a change in them, that they are vertically in their relationships to live holy before God, verse 15 and that they are horizontally in the relationship with other people to love one another verse 22 so that they might love God by by being holy before him and love people for the glory of the Lord Jesus Christ. And so he encourages them as we get to chapter 2, as newborn infants, those who have been changed by the power of God, that they might grow by drinking the milk of the word. And as they drink the milk of the word, uh, he who has saved them will become all that much more precious to them. And so in the midst of their trials, in the midst of their difficulties, in the midst of all that they're going through, he encourages them as they come to verse 9, and as he comes to verse 9, he reminds them about who they are. And so this morning, we're going to talk about missions and the people of God, the people of God being us, and how though a peculiar people, though a, uh, though a people who have been uh, that he has poured out his love upon, he has... Uh, Done that for a reason. And there is something that he wants us to do. And so as we go to verse 9, the first thing that we see here is that you and I have been chosen. We have been chosen. And so in verse 9 he says, but you are a what? A chosen race. You may have in uh, your Bibles a chosen generation or a chosen People. In other words, in contrast to the unbelieving ones that have been chosen, living stones interlocked together for God's purposes. And so, First Baptist Church, you are a chosen people. A chosen people by God's grace. Two, he tells them that they are a royal priesthood. And uh, these last three uh, terms that he uses for them comes from Exodus chapter 19, verse 6. And we're talking about a body of priests, those who are offering up spiritual sacrifices to the great high priest, the Lord Jesus Christ, and as a priesthood in a kingdom with a king, that king uh, being the Lord Jesus Christ. And therefore, it is a royal priesthood because we have been made part of the royal family and have been made through Christ and the ability to have access to the God of heaven and the king of the universe. Aren't you thankful for that? And so he has made us to be a chosen race or a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, and then it says a holy nation. A holy nation, the word is the idea of nation, a community of people held together by the same laws and customs and... uh uh, material interests, uh, and so in their ethnicity, though, they have become part of another nation, a nation that is characterized spiritually as being a holy nation, separated from other nations, separated from the practices of other nations. You and I have been chosen to follow the Holy One. Do you believe that? And then fourth he calls us, and you have in the King James version a peculiar people. You may have uh, uh, in the New King James special people, and here he says a people for His own possession. We're talking about a, a, a unique group of people in the unity of uh, in the unity of, as a people group. Uh, they are the private the possession, the belong. They belong exclusively to the Son of God, the head of the church, the Lord Jesus Christ, as a distinct, unique, uh, peculiar, special people formed for himself, bought with the price of the blood of the Lamb of God. And that's who you and I are. Aren't you thankful for that? You are a chosen People, a chosen generation. And so he calls us to grow in that relationship that we might live holy before God and that we might love one another for his glory. And so, as a chosen people or a chosen race, as a royal priesthood, as a holy nation, we are a people that have been set aside of as his own possession for his glory. And so it is so exciting not only to rejoice in what God has done in your lives, but it, too exciting to rejoice in what God does in the lives of the Roma in Romania. Because they too, are those, there are those who are being called out as part of a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a very special, unique peculiar people for his own possession for the glory of God. And so that's why we rejoice when we see people like Niku and Niku's wife Jetta who's here next to Sandy so that when we first went into Keriu and began to preach the gospel uh, evangelistically in the, in the community and Niku who was drunk and he would come home every night and beat his wife Jetta and uh, he testifies of how when we first came he was in his house under the table with a bottle in his hand drunk and cursing and and swearing that he would get rid of the missionaries that were coming in. And yet by God's grace, God brought him to a service just a few weeks later and both of them came forward and turned to the Lord Jesus Christ as their Savior. He was making them to be a peculiar, special possession of his own. That's why we rejoice in people like Dorel and his wife there, Bambuana, and their family. And Dorel, who in Marta was in a bar, heard us singing songs across the street in a courtyard, wanted to know what was going on, went over to, because he was curious. Caused a disruption somewhat. But nevertheless, he kept coming back for a while. And we thank the Lord that Dorel uh, came to Christ as his personal Savior. And Pastor Pete and I had the privilege of uh, baptizing Dordell as the very first believer in the village of Marza, Marza Haas, to become uh, part of the church that was started there by God's grace. And, we, and, and Dorel Meek and his, uh, the son, uh, Dorel Meek, <laughs> Jr., uh, and uh, his wife uh, also were baptized at that time in Bombwana, uh, which, by the way, means candy. Candy came to Christ about a year and a half later, and she was baptized as well. That's why we rejoice in people like Malene, whose family is part of the Gypsy Mafia, <clears throat> and it's always best to be friends with the Gypsy Mafia, or at least have a a positive relationship with them if you can and and we do and it comes in handy and so uh, we thank the Lord for Malin his wife Jetta there who was in prison when we first came to Romania for stealing she was there our entire first term Malin with nine children and wanting to take his own life because he was filled with despair and went to a railway station wanting to throw himself in front of a train And God in his mercy sent a woman from Cariou... to that train station to get a hold of his attention... and encourage him to go back to the village. And Malin coming back to the village... and us in God's sovereignty having a service that night... stood in the back as he walked into the service heard the testimonies of his people who had come to Christ, heard the gospel of Jesus Christ, and and with tears coming down his cheeks, came forward and turned to the Lord Jesus Christ as his personal Savior, so that he too could be part of a chosen race, so that he too could be part of a royal priesthood, so that he too could be part of a holy nation, that he too could be part of a unique, peculiar, special people of God. And that's why we rejoice in Yosef. And I shared already about his testimony in Sunday school in prison, crying out and saying, God, if you're real and you let me out of here, I will follow you. And how Christ, in his sovereignty, let him out that very night. And he came to Christ as Savior. And God began a, a, a work in his life for his glory. And so we thank the Lord. We thank the Lord for a couple who came to Christ as Savior. And though we come to Christ as Savior, that doesn't mean that we will not go through trials. And some of those trials are very, very difficult. A couple of months ago, one of our young couples in Cadillus who had come to Christ as Savior, when I was there at that time, uh, actually about two years ago, they had three sons and their youngest son died and we had a funeral for him. It was a very difficult time for them. And they were just making spiritual decisions and following the Lord Jesus but not long after that they went to France to try to find some work and while they were in France a couple of months ago there was a, a few months ago there was a fire and their second son died in the fire and i got a phone call here from them sharing and him weeping and saying i only have one son left and he said but i'm trying to cling to the Lord Jesus Christ they had to go back to Romania, which they did for the funeral. And um, there was a funeral. He's still in Romania, and he and his wife are, are learning to grow by God's grace for his glory because they recognize that Christ died on the cross for their sins and rose from the dead and has made them a special people, a possession that are his. And so they're clinging to him, for he is our hope, as we sang about earlier this, this morning. Amen? And He is your hope. And if you're here today and you have never turned to the Lord Jesus Christ as your Savior, you need Him as your personal Savior. I myself wanted to take my own life 37 years ago and attempted to, to, uh, wanted to do so. And, and God grabbed a hold of my heart by a, a woman who strategically was placed by the Spirit of God at a place where he, she could give me a track that said that Christ was the answer. For whosoever believeth on the Son hath everlasting life. Amen. Whoever does not obey the Son shall not see life, but the wrath of God abideth on him. He is the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by him. Jesus Christ is the answer. Amen. And so he has encouraged them that they had, he has called them out. That they might be a special people. And he has called those here who are believers in Jesus Christ from First Baptist Church in Mishawaka that you might be called out as a peculiar, special, unique people group by God's grace. So not only have... But then it says, that you may... In other words, and, and there are several passages of Scripture that you might proclaim the praises or excellencies of Him, the Lord Jesus, verbally proclaim... The excellencies and the praises of the Lord for the Lord Jesus. And so um, you and I corrupted the very image of God in man, so that now as we come to First Baptist Church to be for His glory. And so we thank the Lord, and we thank the Lord for that. And we thank the Lord for how God has answered. God has continued to work in a marvelous way. And as He's continued to work, he is... the fruit has come forward. It was certainly God's work and not ours, but we, we witnessed not by me spending more time with the church, but rather by me spending strategies, temptations. He knows them so well because He's one of them. And He grow in character traits and grow in His ministry to God's people. As He began to... We're still not one of them. He lives with them. He is one of them and knows here. And as He ministered to His people, we saw them grow not just uh, in Malta, uh, for God's glory. And we thank the Lord for that. And so we thank you with knowledge and understanding. And, it, and of course, this is a context of Israel, but for God's glory. And so we saw the, the importance of national leadership from our administrators. At the home office. The name of it is PEP. It stands for PEP. Uh, PEP stands for pastor. Uh, lacking in, in having that which is necessary. And leadership becomes completely critical for the growth of the church. And so uh, the ministry in nature involves the teaching of modular courses or a series of modular courses that have very few resources, have very little training, are very little that are not available. And so The charge for us is to carry out the great plant There are three stages of a church plant. Stage one, like a nucleus to work with. Stage two, as a missionary pastor, you can worship and and grow and and, uh, minister to one another and uh, national leaders and training, equipping, and teaching them so that you're putting that stage three. You have not completed the church planting process. You may have a church planting process. So that national leaders are equipped to minister. However, we did see the need for leadership. And so we went back in the last two years as ministering to church. Now, you have to start with something. So obviously missionaries need to go to missionary families and a single missionary nurse uh, who will be coming... And uh, our second work, so that there's either a national pastor or a missionary pastor in all three asked us, both missionaries and nationals, to be the director of the institute there, so that we would be, ordered that we might train and equip national Roma pastors, leaders, church plans. But in addition to that. When you're, you're there. that would have saved you a lot of money you can sit on the floors they, uh, To them, some of them are church planters that have not had much training whatsoever India into a section of India near Burma and that area we were able to teach and continue to teach them then we went also to Chad in Africa cultural questions as well as how to apply the word of God the women were very much like prepare them to shepherd their own people we thank the Lord for that. We thank the Lord that we have the glory of God. They also sent us to Hungary. And in Hungary, uh, we were able to teach planting teams or to start a new church so that they might be able to minister to their own people. ordained as a pastor, and as he sat with me, he said, we have potential leaders here, but no building to this this room where they can be trained and better equipped with the world leaders that will be raised up to minister to their own people it doesn't take very also part of the royal priesthood also part of a holy nation also a people the national leaders who will spiritually navigate and for his glory amen pray for them. pray that god was christ can be proclaimed globally because he is the one who is and so we're told here, once you were not a people, but not. and uh, how they had been changed from one time not a people of God, and now are, but also, and that we have not, grace and is empowering grace, is forgiving, would enable us to minister to him, and to proclaim the ex. We thank the Lord for those pockets of people groups around the world that also have become now part of the people of God. They have become part of the chosen race, the royal priesthood, the holy nation, a people for his own possession. For the purpose that they might proclaim the praises and the excellencies of the Lord Jesus Christ who called them out of darkness into his marvelous light. And as leadership is raised up to teach them through God's word how that can be done. They who were once, a pe- once not a people, now part of the people of God, once who did not have God's mercy, now have God's mercy, can be given God's grace so that daily they can carry out the great commission for the glory of God starting here in Mishawaka, to Romania, to the uttermost parts of the earth for the glory of God. Amen? Would you pray as we conclude and look at the slides of these pictures of men around the world being trained and equipped? Pray for them. Pray that they would be equipped to minister to their own people, people that are struggling and going through difficult times, not just in Romania but including Romania, and not just in the uttermost parts of the earth, but also here in Mishawaka. How does God want to use you to proclaim the excellencies of your Savior as the one who called you out of darkness so that you can give your neighbors and others the opportunity to experience His mercy and grace as well? How does God want to use you as an individual believer or as a local church for his glory? And as we look at these pictures, it begins with a call to prayer that you hear five times a day in many countries around the world. And every time I hear this call to prayer, I'm reminded of three things. Number one, people need the Lord. Number two... There are small pockets of believers around the world and in countries that need leadership to train them, to equip them, to shepherd them, to navigate them to the one who is the chief shepherd. And number three, we need to get down on our knees and we need to pray for God's glory to be exalted and that he would send forth labors into his harvest for his name's sake. Amen. Therefore, pray earnestly to the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into His harvest. First Baptist Church here in Mishawaka, God wants us to pray. He wants us to be down on our knees that we might pray earnestly to the Lord of the harvest, that He would send forth laborers into His harvest. Because the harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. And there are those around the world who are like sheep who need compassion, that are like uh, sheep who are harassed and helpless, like sheep without a shepherd, that are needing someone to lead them, to guide them, and ultimately to lead them and to guide them to the chief shepherd, the Lord Jesus Christ. You then, my child, be strengthened by the grace that is in Christ Jesus. What you have heard from me in the presence of many witnesses entrust to faithful men who will be able to teach others also. First Baptist Church, we have been called to take that which God has instructed us through His Word and to entrust it to others. To entrust it to others who can multiply it for His glory. And especially faithful men. Whether it be faithful men here in Mishawaka, or whether it be faithful men around the world, so that those faithful men will take that and multiply it and entrust it to others, particularly those of their own particular people group for the glory of God. Because God desires that leadership be raised up. In fact, He has given us His heartbeat in Ephesians 4, when Christ himself, were told, gave the apostles and prophets and evangelists, shepherds and teachers to equip the saints for the work of the ministry. For the building of the body of Christ until we all attain the unity of the faith and the knowledge of the Son of God. And God desires to raise up leadership for his glory. That as leadership is raised up they can carry out God's will and minister to the people that God has called him to. My uh, pep colleague was uh, in Myanmar a couple of months ago. Uh, You might know it as Burma, teaching a group of Burmese missionary church planters. And as he concluded his time with them, one of those Burmese missionary church planters stood up and he spoke for the remainder of the group. And this is what he said. He said, I have never been at a conference like this before where I could receive such serious teaching. Most of us have very little training. So we served God without much knowledge in the best way that we could. Now I have two things to say, speaking for all of us. First, we need more teaching like this. This week we have learned many things about how to be pastors that nobody ever told us before. And we need to learn more. Second, we cannot continue to serve God in the same way as before. We will have to change. For we need to follow the counsel we have heard this week. We can all be better pastors and church planters for the glory of God. And God desires to raise up national leaders, pastors, deacons, lay people, uh, church planters for His glory whether it be among the Roma of Romania or Hungary or Nepal or India or Chad or Zambia or South America or the Caribbean or Turkey or whatever that place might be, that God might be lifted up and that He might be glorified, that the church planting process would be completed and that the Great Commission would be fulfilled for the glory of God. First Baptist Church, God wants to use you. Globally, in Romania, throughout this world, and also right here in Mishawaka in South Bend. You are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people for his own possession. And he has called you to proclaim his excellencies and his praises for the one who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light you've received his mercy you are now a people of god how does god want to use you as you carry out the great commission with your neighbors with your loved ones right here in your own backyard for the glory of god father i thank you for our lord and our savior jesus christ i thank you for first baptist church here in mishawaka i thank you for pastor pete pastor nate the leadership that's here at the church. And Father, I ask you in the name of Christ Jesus that you would bless them, use them. You have called them to be a special, peculiar, unique people called out for your day's sake. Help them to love their neighbors and their co-workers and their loved ones and their friends to you. And I pray that you would use them right here in Mishawaka and South Bend as a local church and as individual believers as they minister to their own particular sphere of influence and to the uttermost parts of the earth as they carry out the Great Commission for your namesake. Thank you, Father, for the people of God that you have called out to carry out your missionary work. And I just thank you most of all for the Lord Jesus Christ. May he be glorified here for his namesake. For it's in the name of the Lord Jesus that we pray. Amen.